Welcome to the Christian Retirement Show, where we discuss all things crucial to planning and investing for retirement from a Christian perspective. I'm your host and CFP professional, Eric Shrum. To learn more about working with me, you can visit shrumpw.com and click free portfolio review. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Christian Retirement Podcast. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend and you were able to partake in the celebrations in some way. For my family, we went and floated a river, the Cape Fear River here in North Carolina, which was really nice and relaxing. And we had beautiful weather. It was fantastic. And then on the 4th, during the evening, we went to a big community festival where the North Carolina Symphony was playing and did the whole fireworks thing there, which was a ton of fun. Uh, you know, I, I always find that the 4th of July is one of those holidays that's really relaxing. You know, there's no gifts that need to be bought or big dinners that need to be made. At most, you're really throwing some, uh, some hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill for <laughs> 10 minutes. So I find it it's one of those under the radar fun holidays I really enjoy that kind of kind of sneaks up on us. Today we are going to be talking about uh, the best accounts to use for retirement. But before we jump into that, I wanted to do our verse of the episode, the Bible verse of the episode that is and you know, this is where I just share a verse uh, that I've been marinating on recently that is uh, relevant to financial planning or retirement. Uh, and this verse definitely is related to retirement planning, and that is Proverbs 13 4. And quote, a sluggard's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about that recently, and I've been hanging out in Proverbs quite a bit. And I think this verse has a lot to do with being successful with your money and your life and your vocation and really any, anything that requires work. And in our culture today, there is no short supply of get rich now messaging and schemes. And really, in fact, I would argue it's a defining characteristic of our culture and the products and marketing that's out there. But, you know, the truth is when we read Proverbs, it's the one who works hard and is diligent and smart and prudent is the one whose desires will be will be satisfied. And so I thought that was really relevant in retirement planning because you know there's not a shortcut answer to uh, being financially independent or retiring and with the lifestyle that you want, but it's doing the right things over time. And this podcast is really designed to give you that wisdom and the tools to do the right things with your money. So I think that's a good segue for us to jump into our topic today, which again is yes, the best accounts to use for retirement. You know, there's a lot of different investing accounts out there. During today's episode, we're going to really talk about three 
basic retirement accounts you need to know, how to use each one, and then the easy way I generally recommend using retirement accounts to save for retirement. So the three basic retirement accounts you should know about are number one, and you guessed it, that is the good old-fashioned 401k. The second is the tried and true IRA, traditional or Roth. And finally, you've got your old regular brokerage investment account. And you know, I know you might be saying, Eric, there's so many other accounts out there. There's SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, and all that jazz. But I think for the principles of this conversation, these are the three that are going to give you that base of understanding the concept of how to save for retirement and which accounts are the best to use as you plan for retirement and then once you are in retirement. So let's go ahead and jump into talking about the 401k. And you know, I'm going to go through each of these accounts here and give a brief overview before I give you my advice on how to use these accounts for yourself and for your own retirement planning. But first, I want to tell a story about about the 401k. So when I graduated college, I went to work for a big Wall Street investment firm. And during our first week of training, they had to set up our 401k accounts. Very standard, right? And about half the room did not know what a 401k was or how it worked. And this was at one of the premier investment firms in the world, really. You know, so this podcast is designed to give you the education so you won't be like 50% of my training class who didn't know how a 401k worked and how to use it and set it up. And, you know, I honestly, I think most people probably need help in that area, but uh, we'll jump into this 401k here. 401ks are retirement accounts that run through your work or your employer. Simple enough. And you have the ability to save and withhold money from each of your paychecks and invest that money in different investment options in your 401k. And something that is great about 401ks is that in many cases, your employer will actually give you money if you use the 401k to invest in. And they do this as an incentive for you to save and also as a way to have a competitive workplace advantage against rival companies who maybe don't offer that or do offer it and they want to be just as competitive as their rivals. So this gift of money is what you might hear and might have heard as the employee match. And that's right. It's literally free, free money that they give you. And this is something that makes a 401k a very powerful savings account and investment account to use for retirement. And it's also why I always recommend saving in a 401k first to make sure you get that employer match. Now, there's many rules to 401ks, but for the sake of the scope of this podcast, that's all you need to know to, to kind of understand the principles of which accounts to use for retirement. And we'll get into more on how, how I recommend you do that. So if you work for some kind of government or nonprofit, 
also the general principles I just stated for that 401k applies to your, you know, your 403b, your 457, even your your SEP or simple IRA or other non-401k style accounts. So let's quickly also hit the second and third account types that I talked about and give a brief overview. And the second is your IRA accounts and the principles of IRAs and 401ks are generally the same principles. An IRA is a retirement account that you can invest in and defer taxes until you reach retirement. Where IRAs and 401ks differ is that an IRA is not through your workplace. It's not through your employer. It is a private or individual account. In fact, IRA stands for individual retirement account. And there are also many, many nitpicky rules with IRAs. But what you need to know for this conversation is that IRAs don't allow you to put $19,500 into them like your 401k each year. You actually can only invest $6,000 per year total into your IRA accounts, $7,000 if you're over 50. Finally, I mentioned that basic brokerage investment account and the brokerage account is the third type of account for um, our retirement planning conversation today. And a brokerage account is actually not a retirement account at all. But when you've maxed out contributions on all of your available retirement accounts, you can save and invest an infinite amount of money theoretically into a regular brokerage account. You know, you don't get tax benefits, but you can still save and invest in a brokerage account at any time. Okay. So now that we've got a very high level understanding of those main options out there to save for retirement, let's discuss how I generally tell people to save using retirement accounts. And before we get there, let me preface, this is a general recommendation and everyone's specific situation is different. So if you'd like help on your specific retirement situation, I'm happy to help. And you can visit shrumpw.com and click contact us, or you can email me directly at eric at shrumpw.com and we can start that conversation on blue working together. Here it is, the best way to use retirement accounts to invest for retirement. First, invest in your 401k up to your employer match. First, invest in your 401k up to your employer match. If your employer matches 100% of the first 3% you put into your 401k, for example, put in 3%. Second, after you put in the employer match in your 401k, then save all you can in an IRA. Again, the most you can put into an IRA is $6,000. So once you've maxed out your IRA, then go back to your 401k and finish maxing out your 401k. Finally, if you are fortunate enough to be able to max out your 401k and IRA accounts, then you have the permission to invest in other options such as a brokerage account, maybe real estate, etc. So to recap, here's the formula. First, invest in your 401k up to your employer match. After you hit your employer match, invest in your IRA up to 
that $6,000 limit or $7,000 limit if you're over 50. Once you've maxed out your IRA, then go back to your 401k and finish maxing out that 401k. If you're fortunate enough to max all of your 401k and IRA accounts out from a contribution level, then you can look into investing in a brokerage account that we talked about, or maybe you know another avenue that you'd like to explore investing-wise. So that's it. That's uh, the formula right there. And now what I'd like to do is dive a little bit deeper into that formula and give you some context around that. So why do I say start with your 401k first? The answer is free money. Because most employers offer an employer match, you are effectively supercharging your retirement by investing first in that 401k to ensure that you get the employer match. And an average employer match that you can expect at your job, and you can maybe use this as a litmus test to see where your employer is matching your money or you know, when you were saving for retirement, if you are already tired, how, how your employer matched up, uh, the average match is about 3 to 7%. In my experience, I, I would say 7% is very, very good. And three to four is probably pretty, pretty average in that 50% range there. So even if you are tight on budget or you're making more money than you thought possible, invest so that you get the employer match. Do that free money. And if you're paying attention, you may have noticed I told you that once you hit your employer match, then to start investing in your IRA account. And that might sound weird. Why would I start investing in my 401k? And then once I only put in three to 7% on average, move away from using my 401k. Well, here's the reason. 401ks, for as good as they are, they often candidly have limited investment options. And many times those investment options are not the highest quality or the most variety available in the investment market. And you know, it, there's nothing nefarious about why that is. It's it's usually simply because your employer has to select the investments available in your 401k and manage that whole 401k account for the whole company themselves or hire someone to manage that 401k for them. And so this results in the 401k having limited investment options to their employers. And generally, the employers still have good options for saving for retirement. It's just maybe not the best. So that's why in the profession, we advise moving to your IRA after hitting your 401k match. And this allows you to access those high quality investments with oftentimes very, very low fees if you pick the right kind. And that's because IRAs are able to invest in a wide variety of investment options, you know, stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, you name it. Now, you may be saying, Eric, isn't that a little nitpicky to be switching back and forth from my 401k then to my IRA after I hit my employer match just to get that $6,000 of you know, higher, better quality investments that's available in a good IRA when my 401k may have pretty good quality investments to start with. Maybe not the best, but hey, they get the job done. And the answer to that question of, is it a little nitpicky is yes, 
absolutely it is nitpicky and if you're the type of person where just investing in your workplace retirement account is a win for you it may not be worth the effort to switch to a 401k and a happy medium may be just putting all you can straight in your 401k to start uh, and that's okay now if you're someone who needs to optimize every part of your money and that's something that's very important to you is doing all the best things for your retirement and and in investing, then hit the employer match and move on to the IRA. That is the most efficient way to uh, save for retirement using these accounts. Now, when you've taken advantage of those higher quality investments in your IRA, go back. So once you've maxed out that IRA, start investing again in your 401k. That's the formula. And something that I like to think of when thinking about how to utilize these retirement accounts in the best way is it's like filling cups with coffee. So think about filling up your cup of coffee in the morning. And before you say, wow, that's kind of a weird analogy, let me explain. So let's think of each account as a cup. So we want to fill up your 401k cup with coffee, or in case you haven't caught on, coffee analogy is uh, money in this scenario. So fill up your 401k cup until you hit your employer match maximum. Because you got the match, it's like you got your cup of coffee filled up in half the time. Once that free flow of coffee stops and your 401k account, i.e. your match of your free flow of coffee, then switch to your IRA cup and fill that up all the way because that IRA cup is kind of like artisanal coffee grown straight from Peru or some other uh, high quality coffee provider. And while your 401k is just something like, you know, maybe your Foster's generic brew. So after you fill up your IRA cup with those high quality Peruvian coffee options and that IRA cup is full, go back to your 401k cup and fill it up until uh, you can't fill it up anymore. And yes, that is how you can pair retirement planning with coffee. You are welcome. So uh, guys, that is the formula and I hope that was very helpful to you. And before we transition into the next part of our show, which is final notes, I do want to let you know that I help Christians plan and invest for retirement. And if you are someone who is in retirement currently, or you're starting to think about planning for retirement, I can help. Go ahead and go to shrumpw.com and you can fill out the contact us form, which will come straight to me or email me directly at eric at shrumpw.com. Okay, final notes. So when I sent out our last episode with the fantastic Lindsay Gregg of 321 Coffee, by the way, wasn't that episode absolutely amazing? I actually went by 321 and picked up some coffee from them. And I'll tell you, it's well worth the trip down to their uh, coffee shop in the North Carolina uh, farmer's market. But when I sent that episode out to everyone, I let you know that I would be uh, heading to Costa Rica. And yes, I am back from that trip. And we just had an amazing trip. 
you know, we were able to see my wife's family who lives there. And we're also able to spend a lot of time uh, with them, but also do some touristy stuff as well. So we visited Trace Rios, which is in between San Jose and Cartago, where uh, my wife's family lives. And then we went down to the southern part of the country, to the Osa Peninsula, to a little town called Puerto Jimenez. And what was also very special about that trip was being able to bring my parents to Costa Rica for the first time with us. And, you know, they really enjoyed it. And we had a whole my side of the family and her side of the family. Great trip down there. So my final note for this podcast episode is if you have been to Costa Rica, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to uh, talk with you and discuss where you've been. Um, you know, it's such a great country and travel is something that I'm passionate about. So would love to talk to you about that. Send a note and we can compare uh, trips and get some tips of where to go for uh, our next trips down there. So until the next episode, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please remember, give this episode a five-star rating and hit that subscribe button. And we will talk again for next week's show. The content provided is for general information, educational purposes only, and should not be considered a recommendation of any particular strategy, investment product, or investing advice of any kind. Content is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal or tax advice and or legal opinion. Please consult a financial professional for your specific situation. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the entire principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views and opinions expressed here are of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Spire Wealth Management, LLC, and its affiliates. Invest advisory services offered through Spire Wealth Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Securities offered through an affiliate Spire Securities LLC, a registered broker, dealer, and member of FINRA and SIPC.